Live from Gutter Cat Studios in the Metaverse, it's time for another episode of the Crazy About Crypto Show. And now here's your host, Crazy Carl. Hey, yo, what is going on? It's so good to see so many familiar faces in the audience live. And if you're listening to the podcast, hello from all around the world and welcome to the Crazy About Crypto Show, an interactive live podcast on Twitter Spaces for anyone exploring crypto and wanting to learn from others that have already dived into the space. From NFT artists to savvy crypto investors to everyday people just like you and I, this is a place where we can come together and learn about this new wave of innovation. It's season two, baby. The first 96 episodes in season one were recorded in the height of the bull market. We talked to industry leaders and learned about why they were here. Some of those emerging leaders have already left the space completely. Others are still building. But what's more impressive, now that we have been in a bear market for half a year, are the community members that joined Web3 and refused to leave the space. They stayed through the good times and are bonding together even more through the bear market because their conviction never left. We call them the Carls, and every episode in Season 2, we will hear from one of them and their thoughts on the space. Today's guest was one of the very first friends I made when we opened up the Crazy Carl Collective Discord in December of last year. Without his selflessness to help the community, our Discord would not be what it is today. He acted like a community manager in every sense of the word, and many of the OG Carls that entered during that time know exactly what I mean. From hopping on voice calls to leading game nights after the crazy about crypto show he was constantly building relationships with those around him now at just 18 years old he's building a decentralized production house called dby club with a fellow carl he's another example of how true organic community building can lead to success in the space it's my honor to share the stage with the one and only my friend franco what's going on franco Thank you so much for inviting me, Carl. It's uh, I was excited to hear this because I always find uh, found like um, your intro so cool about about everyone. And uh, thank you a lot. This is a this is I, I was hearing like the first some of the maybe not the first but some of the first of the crypto show. So it's a, it's an honor to be here. Yeah, I appreciate that. And that's why I love this uh, this season. I'm almost even more excited. I enjoy the conversations even more because when you get to interview friends and people that you've really connected with, it's different. It's, uh, it's exciting to see like we've all grown together over the last year. And um, so it, we're going to have a lot of people that listen to a lot of season one and now are on season two. And I always said this uh during the first season. But if you listen to the podcast, you need to get on Twitter and start interacting, kind of start learning about the space even more, because that's where the magic really happens. And you can build relationships and get involved. And that's exactly what every single person that's on this season did. And it's just uh, exciting to have you here. And I, I can't wait for you to share your story, especially for being so young and in the space. I think there's a lot um, that parents can learn, but also uh, anyone that's y uh, younger can learn. And you don't care about ageism. You're, you don't care how old you are. You know what you can do, and you've been doing it uh, even before NFTs. And so well, I'd love for you to start by just talking a little bit about your journey into Web3. What caught your attention uh, of the space? I mean, you were 17 years old at the time you found out about crypto and NFT or really dived into NFT. So I'd love to hear just a little bit about um, how you kind of got into the space. So I first felt into crypto 
during the pandemic. And um, basically, it was because I, I was just trying to find something to occupy myself, kind of. Um, but it at first, it didn't really interest in me. Um, I, I didn't really felt into the right content to really understand it well. But uh, once I've discovered and heard about NFTs, um, this this was different. Um, the, the, the art aspect to it really interested me because um, I was kind of searching for a new way to help uh, pe- the people around me, my, my family, my friends that... Um, or all artists, and uh, I've I've grown in an artist family, so the the art aspect of NFTs really intrigued me. And uh, so, without really knowing what it was, with a friend, we decided to just just try to do our own things, you know, with NFT and, and art. So that's that's kind of what really uh, intrigued me and bring me in and made me stay in the space. Was your family? Uh, did was your family? I'm always curious because I've had several other, um, you know, younger, uh, like younger kids on the space um, from nine to sixteen, and, and I'm always, <laughs> you know, it's always interesting because some, for some, there's been a few that are like in high school that their parents didn't really know about what was going on at first. Has you have your parents always been along for the ride since you've been um, in crypto and NFTs? Have you always shared with them like uh, what you're doing and your passion and how do they feel about it? Or do they, is it hard for them to understand? I'm always curious from that perspective because, you know, as a the human element, like from from being a uh, younger, like you have a different view on the world, and I think it's always interesting to hear that. So at first, um, my I didn't really ex- explain it to my parents, more to some of my friend, you know, uh, my girlfriend and, uh, and my best friend, and um, yeah. But then when I started to talk about it more with my my dad who, who have his own like um business uh that's that's kind of where it started to, to to get serious a bit you know when i when it started to get a bit more serious uh decided to put some money in it it's um yeah it was different then <laughs> so my my dad kind of really got it fast after a couple of weeks of explaining <laughs> but like that's 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 like how it is, you know. Um, I, I was also learning, so I think that's what the, what was the artist is that. At first, I thought I knew everything about it, but then I was just like adding and adding adding things every day, and uh, it was hard for everyone around me to follow it, you know. So um, it's so let's say only a couple months after I was really into it. That's when uh, I was able to explain it well and make people around me really understand it i love Um, that yeah you know and you uh, you talked to me about this privately a little bit but you made some difficult decisions last year because you had to decide whether to try to uh, dive deep uh down the web3 rabbit hole and try to go full-time or um start you know a different path going to school or learning trade can you tell me a little bit about your thought process and what helped you take that leap of faith because uh you decided to just try to bet on yourself and build in the space and we're going to talk a little more about uh what you you you're building with Adam later but I'd love for you just talk about kind of um at the time when you were making these decisions what were some of the things you were thinking about 
I think, you know, I'm um, where I live in Quebec. It's um, the, the, the school is kind of different. Um, we have high school that's called uh, secondaire. And um, then you have CEGEP, which is like just before university. And um, it's two year. And I, so I was there. I was at my first session of uh, CEGEP. And um, to be honest, I, I, I didn't really know what I was. Yeah, I wasn't any concentration or any anything like very serious because it's always been very hard for me to find the the right thing that interested me. I've always been really into art, but also kind of in business and always being interested in so many things. And um, I kind of all, always felt that uh, it wasn't hard for me to learn in school, but it was hard to to go there, you know, uh, it's it, like from four, 14 to 17, I, it, it was like, I, I just, there was so many things in, in the gaming space. There was so many things in like on YouTube, there was so many things happening that I was able to learn from other things than school that was less annoying. <laughs> it was the, unless like, uh, tiring that, School was like kind of easy, and I was fully always being fully concentrated on other things than school. So when I felt into NFTs and I I saw like people like you, people like Keith Grossman who's, who was in the space, uh, like people that are that have a lot of knowledge in in a new place that can only grow. Um, I just felt like this could be a better school than where I was at the time, you know? And, um, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an old decision, you know, even, even now I, during the beer market, it, uh, it feels, it feels kind of weird. You know, I, <laughs> I need to, I, I, I need to always be active. That's, that's what I told my dad when I decided to, um, to do this and what that's, and we agreed on that. I need to do things and not not only just let the time pass. So, um, yeah, so that, that's what's important for me, occupying myself. You know how to embody uh, staying busy, too, because right? I know from experience working with you, um, I, I, just to give some context here, I'd love for you just to talk about your the hustle that you have. You talked a little bit about gaming and business, two other things that I think that you enjoy, but um, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about what you did prior to NFTs. I know you made a good amount of money just helping out run Discord servers for gaming plat. Uh, platforms and groups and so um tell us a little bit about the backstory around you know franco like the 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 curiosity behind your spirit and just constantly wanting to learn and grow and not being okay just like going with the flow and and kind of like pushing against the grid to figure out how you can uh make a splash wherever you are so when I was younger, I was in uh, a lot of Minecraft server and I was making my own Minecraft server. I tried to partner with a lot of people and, um, you know, uh, this server did generate some amount of, some interesting money, but, uh, unfortunately this was my first real kind of scam. Um, 
it generated some money and uh, I was making people believe that I was a lot older and uh, because I was only 13 and uh, yeah it, it, it was it was a, a weird phase because the um, the developer that was working with me since we were kind of working daily together at a certain time he realized that I was not the age I was and instead of like confronting me about it or talking about it he decided to get away with a, a big portion of the money um, <laughs> so I've, I've never uh, found back this person or anything but uh, that that was the first time I really learned about it like learn about how to to be careful about it who you're working with and how to create real relation online. Uh, I was, to be honest, I, I was making amazing world and building like a bit like crypto economics in Minecraft server. And it was, yeah, this, this was, I was completely crazy about it. And I was always playing kind of in the metaverse with friends all over the world. And uh, so th that was a very, very nice phase, and uh, I, to be honest, I have some of my best um, memories are from there. I love that. You know what I love about that story specifically is, um, you know, when you, regardless of how old you are, you told that story uh, and kind of being someone kind of working you over, but the same uh, aspect of the morals that you learned are things that people have to learn regardless of age you know like you can be led on uh, and because of someone that has maybe more influence or someone that you know you look up to they can manipulate you or someone that uh, promises its things so I, I love that story though because you tied it to your age but I don't think it needs to be tied to your age because I think some people just also just take advantage of people in general and I think someone saw a, an opportunity and and the cool thing is you learn this lesson at 13 years old and you're like like now you you go about your life and that's one thing that I've always um, been really passionate about ever since I even started investing is like there's so much fear in doing anything and just jumping in that it prevents people from doing it and one thing that I love is is in this space we're seeing younger and younger people starting to take risk and trying to learn about you know um, cryptocurrencies or in gaming like you said like getting to connect with other people and learn like these mistakes um and it allows you to evolve and grow so much faster i imagine now at 18 years old you you feel like you can be taken a lot more seriously because of a lot of those um incidents or learning um opportunities that you had uh when you were younger yeah that, that's what i was going to say like the it's not the fact that I was young that like that it's not because it happened when I was young. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Didn't happen because I was young. It was good. It's because it's that it happened when I was young and, uh, it's, it might happen again <laughs> later in my life. Uh, and, uh, those, those, those things are like, you cannot always predict them. It just, you just always learn a new thing about it. And uh, life is kind of about uh, failure and and uh, retry, you know. 
I'm not sure how to say this in English, but yeah, you, you, you can all worry of how you became so active. Something that I didn't realize when you when we first started the server, uh, the Crazy Carl Collective Discord, other uh, started the Discord because you were so active, and I it made me kind of um, pay attention and want to learn more about you. Uh, and one thing that I loved is that you were constantly in there. And one thing in season one we talked a lot about is just being selfless and helping lift others up and then eventually that they'll be able to uh, lift you up in the same way and i think like your story is a perfect embodiment of that inside of the crazy carl collective because that's how you went about your business using the skills and techniques and things that you knew you could help out with and you were able to network and grow that way i would love because i don't know if uh, some people may know the story but the fact that dby was evolved out of um, two people that were in the collective uh, is just really a success story of what's possible um, when you get a like-minded group of people that are always trying to learn more about each other. So I'd love for you to tell the story of how you met Adam and just like what, why you were constantly trying to network and build relationships and see where you could help out um, back in the day. Because I haven't ever had to, the opportunity for you to kind of talk about that. Um, you know, as, as a young or as a 17 or 18 year old kid coming in and trying to learn about crypto, you just were constantly trying to help out and do whatever you could. What was the motivation behind that? And um, tell us a little bit about the story of how you met Adam and how that relationship evolved. It's all kind of because I had one idea. Um, I always, not always, but since I'm like 15, I wanted to make a production house or something around it and i had this idea and i, I and before finding crypto and nft i i thought about uh, doing it on youtube doing it on uh twitch doing it on like i had a lot of idea and i was trying to find the best way to do it but once i found nfts in crypto i was like this is the perfect place to do it so i just wanted to <laughs> meet as much people as possible and um you know what, what i really loved about the collective it's it was a small group uh, sorry and small group make it easier to trust people and to trust and build a relationship between them so it was it was really fun to just answer the question i was able to answer and learn from the people there that's because the, the information felt always safe and f always felt like it was from a good person. Even if sometimes the information wasn't true, it, it, it was always coming from a, from a good person, which is, uh, which is like something you cannot find everywhere. So, um, yeah, I was, I was trying to get in touch with as much people as possible. And I just saw this collective where, you were there where uh, a lot of people were kind of uh, staying and that had a lot of possibility to grow. So um, that's, that, that's why I stayed. Then um, I was looking for a technical partner to help me in my idea of a prediction house in the NFT space because I have basically like 0.005% of technical knowledge. <laughs> Uh, like I'm not a developer at all, but I needed one. So 
I I was just like trying to network all over Twitter from the in the Discord and everywhere. And after two months, I think, or even maybe three, there are only three months of uh, getting in a call with the developer, maybe three developer per week at least. Uh, I found that my friend, someone in the collective, who I I not a friend, but someone I, I've already talked with might be the, the solution to my problem. And uh, so this person is GM, GMI, uh, Dr. Big Down or Adam. <laughs> um, I the, the first time I messaged him is because I remember that in his introduction in the CCC Discord, he said he was a developer. And to be honest, at, at the time, I was just like trying to find anyone that had developer somewhere. <laughs> and so I, I was messaging him and I, I always try to get a feeling of, you know, the vibe of the person or understand how the person think before even in, in trying to understand their technical knowledge. Because, as I said, I'm not, I'm not good at, I'm not a good developer. So I had a good vibe about Adam and he was really listening to what I was saying. And um, the first thing he said is, I'm going to make you a plan to of what you need to do. And I said, okay, good. That's, you know, I was just taking everything. <laughs> so uh, he sent me a plan and the plan was like, in 10 minutes, he described everything that I needed. And it was very, very well done. And I was, I was very impressed by his like professionalism. So I, I just said, I, I thought to myself that I needed to stay with him because, uh, you know, this kind of work is is what I need. <laughs> I need someone who can write and understand things as good as him. So uh, I just kept to- telling him that I I need someone. I think at first he said, "If you find someone, maybe I could help you understand if he's good or not, if he's good enough or not to do what you need to do." So he was he was really there to try to help me, but. Then he said, "I, I want, I want to uh, to help you. I'm gonna give you like I think the first thing was 10% of his time per week, and a couple of weeks after it was uh, 20, and after it was I want to be your co-founder, and after it, now since the summer he's working full time for for DBY as as the co-founder with me. So um, yeah." Me and NM is a relation of months of and months of work, and thanks to the collective, we met, and um, I felt like I could trust him more than than a lot of people I was just meeting anywhere because of it. There's so many people in Web three, whether they're artists, business mind, um, whether they do dev work. A lot of people come into the space and their first thing that they ask themselves is like, okay, like I, this is a cool space. I want to get involved. And, and remember back in like back in 2018, 17, which is when I first got in, it was so frustrating because everything was uh, cryptocurrency. So in, unless you knew um, like how to do technical, uh, like computer engineering, uh, you really weren't going to find a place or a niche. Um, and But now there's like all of these different worlds. 
you have create you have a lot of creatives online now. Um, you've got a lot of educators like Zeneca found a niche to help people learn. Um, it's just like Web three and the boom of NFTs allowed you to kind of any idea that you had. Um, if you could figure out how to implement it on the blockchain, it became possible. And that's what I thought was so exciting and cool about Web3 is because I felt so like I was super passionate because um, of of like my passion for financial literacy and like basically uh, how how downhill things are going with currency, all these different elements. Uh, so I got really excited about uh, crypto and Web3 is just like the perfect evolution of it because now you've got like this uh, sound money and now on top of this technology, you can build all these cool things. Um, and so I think that's what has been really fascinating about the last year and a half. And it's so crazy that we're still that early in kind of like the building of all of the cool things you can do with uh, NFTs on top of this layer of technology that we have. Um, And obviously, things are going to continue to evolve. But this is a perfect example. uh, And something else I talked a lot about last year is, you know, when these first PFP projects came out, the community was developed after. And a lot of times you see communities struggle now because, um, you know, they bought a PFP because they wanted to be involved. They they wanted to get involved in the space. And then sometimes they didn't feel like that connection. So it's very difficult when you're trying to build a, a community second. But when you have a community already in place, it's a lot easier because you have all these like-minded people, which is like definitely the power of the collective or built on. I think like looking back the last year, what are some of the di- most difficult things um, that we kind of like overcame? And what are some of the things in Web3 that you think we have a lot of work to still do? Okay. Um, what we overcame... I think we, I hope we kind of overcame about, um, you know, I, I hope people are searching for, for different things in NFT and crypto right now. And I think I see it a lot. I hope people are searching for um, the people that stayed, actually probably stayed for other things for, for real reason other than um, quick money. And um, I hope it's going to be it, it, now. It's more about um, it's more about anything else than that. It it can be about the tech. It can be about the art. It can be uh, about both. It can be um, it can be about like uh, DAO can also be very interesting legally for a lot of people. You know, my co-founder is crazy about that. How he can structure things uh, with the current rules in in the in uh, bring new things alive and i think that's that's where we are at um because during the the last year i feel like we yes a lot of movement was there financially but we were kind of stagnating is that is that a word in english like we were yeah we were not moving in um in a tech way or in an innovative way like everything was the same <laughs> and every, everything was going up <laughs> and uh sometimes it, it, and then it, it it all dropped you know yeah so, hype, it was hype mode everyone was yeah. it was it was whoever could be loudest it was this noise cycle 
so now I feel like it's the time to um, to build real things. It's but it's a lot harder because it's uh, there's less people to listen. So we we need to, to bring different kind of people, and we we are gonna see people like Zeneca, and uh, probably the, the collective. I, I've brought a couple of people too. I I, I remember that, and a project that truly go out and seek the interest seek a, a, a like um, a market share or people that try to find solution and those projects have to offer a solution to something so I, I think that's that's where we're at and uh, a lot of the projects that are dying is because they are not offering any solution or they're not like they do not bring many things and uh, that's I think that's that's something that uh, we we kind of overcame. Um, the other question was like a, a challenge that we have for the future, right? Yeah, like looking forward, what are some things that you think are really like? What are things on your mind um, right now when it comes to thinking about the future and what what we need to do to really build? to the next level uh, i feel like you kind of got to it but like yeah. you can specifically talk about dby like you guys have, and one thing we're seeing are a lot of builders that had ideas um and you had two kind of two kinds of uh builders in the last year you had ones that like went straight to market and got a lot of funding and then you had the ones that you know in a traditional sense like in in a startup a lot of there's usually like a lot of struggling in the beginning and so you have like you had all these founders like getting millions of dollars uh like within a month of like starting up and you that's why there's like all these expectations but now you also are starting to see people come out of the woodworks that are just like we're slowly building organic uh organically which is what web3 is all about building relationships and really trying to grow the right way um and those people are starting to get ready to like launch their projects and you see like this culmination that's really cool of all these different types of people and builders. But I think, what do you think is the, like, what are you most excited about in the next year or two with all the people that have been quiet? Because I feel like those are probably the the people that are almost more of a force to be reckoned with. Um, I feel like since the, the, since the beer market kind of started, uh, I don't know exactly if there's a, a, an official date to that, but since uh, a couple weeks or months, I see a lot of people that I I know they are important, but are that are starting to get bigger voice, uh, which is very cool to to see. Um, the the people that are like you know the 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 old the OGS of the OG are still there. <laughs> and uh, those are the ones that we need to really hear and uh, learn from. Um, yeah, I'm really trying with DBY to curate the people that are going to be around the project, build an ecosystem of people that are that have been there since a long time, but also people I feel like I can trust. And this is one of the hardest things to do in, in the, the NFT space, crypto space, or I think any financial related space. It's like, there, there's a lot of things that I was not ready for necessarily from, from a lot of people that um, 
kind of made me say, okay, now I, I can't work with this person anymore. So we with DBY, we're going to stop the communication. And um, that, that's kind of sad, but that's making us, uh, we're not taking the same uh, direction of what building organically is for the collective, for example. The collective is, uh, is like a group of people being there every day and um, us it's very different because we want to be a tool and the collective is a group so um, DBY is kind of choosing the people that we know should use our tool and those people we give them uh, we, we want them to choose the people that are also going to be able to have the tools that we're going to offer uh, to artists and uh, collector and just to our user so it's really i'm really trying to build a trust circle that with the dby team and uh it's it's kind of a hard job right now i can tell you that there's a lot of people that i um, i wanted to work with that uh it's completely different now well you know one thing i know that you've thought a lot about this too but like just because someone has a bigger platform and maybe good for attention to whatever you're building doesn't necessarily mean they align with the values of what you're building. And I think that's something you talked a little bit about already with, uh, at the beginning, you talked about one of the most important things when you were trying to look for a dev and when you were talking to Adam is that you wanted to know what kind of person he was. And that's why, you know, you were so interactive um, in the Discord or like messaging people and trying to get to know more about them. So I'd love to, I'd love to know, um, what, what are some of those character traits, uh, in web three that you look at as being like, uh, because so many people, there's like this weird false narrative that if you're docs, like that means that you can be trustworthy, which is like a terrible narrative to create. Um, so many docs, people aren't trustworthy in, 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 this space or or in like real in real life situations so i love for you to just talk about like what are some of the most important character traits and values that you think uh will help web3 grow um and and be the kind of like metaverse and digital world that you hope it'll be and uh what you did um, and how, and tell us a little bit about like the way, like you kind of started to talk about it, but the way that you're going about, um, trying to make sure that DBY encompasses that. But first, just a little bit about like, what are the values and, and what are like the most important things in web three in your mind? Sure. Um, that's a hard one, but, uh, I think I would say that in a, it's even hard for me to, to, to have this threat. You know, it's something that we, I think everyone needs to to work on, but it's a characteristic that really uh, makes every place feel more safe, uh, I think. It's, um, it's just being, um, being able to, to always be the learner somewhere. You always want to learn. Because... Learning is kind of generous. <laughs> you know, if you if you want to learn, you're you're kind of generous because you're giving your attention to someone, and um, you you also want to. Um, it means you want to you, you can still grow and you want to grow, 
So being a learner is what is what our space need, I think, is, is a bunch of people that just want to learn. And yes, there's a lot of people that know more than that know more than other, but everyone has something to learn always. So, and I think it's <laughs> it, it's even more important at my age. But I I think any age is 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 important for that. So, yeah, being a learner is a, is a characteristic that uh, we need to have to build this this whole web tree metaverse thing. I love that. <laughs> no, it's so important. And especially this early on, like if someone is acting like they have all the answers, then it's like, okay, there you're not like the growth mindset is very important. I see Ron, uh, in the audience too. And he has a whole podcast he does about growth mindset, but it's so important to have that, uh, whenever you're building anything, because you're constantly going to run into challenges and have to figure out how to overcome them. Um, and I think honesty and and you know just having like having a vision of what the space needs to be like is so important and i think that's so many so often if you don't have a north star guiding why you're even here uh or if your north star is something very materialistic like i just want money uh or i want i like i want to be the center of attention or fame uh you know a sphere of influence like all of these things are great only if you have morals and ethics and have like a guiding light uh, to do something with those things. And a lot of times, I know when I was younger, and I feel like this often portrays to younger people in the space that are having to learn, uh, which isn't you because you learned at such an early age that now you you already get it. But a lot of times you're, if you, there's all this like, influence in the world that has taught us what life should be like that we don't actually get deep down into like what's really important uh building relationships like the like the human element of life um that you know we need to figure out how to bring that to the digital world and bring empathy and selflessness of like all these different aspects educating people um about things that we were never taught uh like financial literacy uh engineering like grow different elements and bringing it to the blockchain and and, and going to change the world but you have to have a vision so um with that being said, I want to hear about the vision of DBY. You've talked about it a little bit, the, um, a decentralized production house. Um, and just talk a little bit about why you're so passionate about this and why you, you think this is so important to and the impact it'll have on the world. So I think DBY is something that I made thinking about a smaller scale at first. Like when in 2018, <laughs> when I was a lot younger, uh, <laughs> that's probably funny to hear from for you. Um, and the yeah, it, it, it was something I, that was meant for a smaller scale that we just made bigger and bigger in the um, in the scale that we wanted to give it. And the so the the value to it is coming from the smaller scale the scale where i wanted to help my friend where i wanted to help my family where i wanted to help the people near me so those are the core value that's where it's coming from you know it's coming the core value are coming from when i wanted to help the people i 
I, I loved and that were around me. So then we made it bigger and bigger with Adam and we wanted to make it so that I wanted to keep it that way, but in a bigger scale. So it's like, I think the core value of it is, is <laughs> it's funny to say for production as, but it's giving. And I, I wanted to keep it that way. I wanted to keep it that I want to give the the artists the freedom that they need as the, the much possible to create. So um, if I'm able to do this, I'm able to create an utopia for artists on smaller, or bigger scale or, you know, whatever. As long as I, I can help as much artists as possible with this platform, it's like, it's like making the, the the dream of my my friend or my family possible, or making my own dream possible, but on a bigger and bigger scale, uh, which is what DBY aims to be. Um, uh, we we want to make your um, your your writing idea about uh, your movie script possible to to write fully. You know, if you have an idea of a movie script and you you don't have the time. To do, to do it or you don't have the 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 money to, to to find a team to help you do it we want to help you to to, to do it you know so um that that's what dby is supposed to be at first then we we add layers to it we add arm we add tool and it becomes this um uh, kind of <laughs> crazy um DAO platform that me and Adam are building. And uh, so what I kind of give to Adam is the value, the vision and the idea. And he, and he added his professionalism, his experience. And um, he, uh, we really have this the kind of the, the similar value. So it, it truly clicked to build this, uh, this what platform. I, what I love about the idea of DBY Club, um, and we've talked a little bit about this, but in season one, we talked a lot about how, like the flaws within the legacy system when it comes to like production and uh, like contracts that like you were talking about earlier, like you um, and being left with such little amount for the creatives. And so really giving that empowerment and giving a majority to the creator um, is like, a very, very Web3 aligned vision. And I couldn't be rooting more for you guys. Um, and I also think, like you said, it's it's important to create these networks of like, this is going as the digital world grows and more and more people are coming um, online and trying to network. Uh, it's going to be more and more important to have these systems in place to make that networking easier because that was like a huge challenge in 2021 uh, and in 20 and even this year is like the amount of hours you have to put into finding the right people is ridiculous if if you're able to do that faster um, then the the speed of innovation I think will really start to grow uh, and you'll start to see so much more, uh, like these ideas, like yours, coming to fruition. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I just think I, I think it's really important. And I'm curious with your parents being artists, 
is this part of the desire to create this as well? Kind of like seeing the struggle of like how difficult it is to make it in the legacy world as, as an artist. Um, how, what, what, how much does that play into the, the idea of DBY club? Um, it, it definitely is like, have a, a big, um, an, a big impact, but it, the, the, the biggest example I have is I have, a friend of my family is one of the best guitarists in in the whole Canada. He truly is amazing, but for a couple months he had to work in a grocery store because it wasn't paying enough. He couldn't pay like his groceries. He needed he needed to work to work at the grocery store, you know. So th- those kind of things that where there's someone very very talented who can make probably millions with the right people and or with the right the, the right money you know he, he could probably live um a life that he the life a life without by just doing this but because of how it's made and because of of life in general and the tools that we have right now you he had to do it so it, it definitely have a big impact but um you know I, a lot of things are in our world right now are being created to make our life easier since like before I was born. <laughs> you know, it's always been that we always wanted to make our life easier. And I thought that someone once told me, yes, but if DBY gets in like a gigantic scale and just like every artist can, can do it, can, can receive a grant from DBY for their creation, you know, isn't it like a world problem? Like it was kind of like uh, philosophing a bit, but you know, I think I see DBY kind of the same as the 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 AI that are going to replace maybe certain job or um, the, the 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 cash machine, automatic cash machine in the grocery store that are replacing uh, the the people that are working there sometimes. Those are made to make our life all easier. Or computers are made to make our life easier. I see DBY as a tool that can make the uh, artist's life easier. Um, and uh, sometimes it can, sometimes artists bring their inspiration from there problems and those things but uh i'm 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 sure uh we're, we're still trying they're still gonna find other ways to to get there yeah i mean i love like for for being so young it's like your mind um and the way you think about the world is it's just amazing to see i think one thing that's important is like your curiosity is one of the things that you value most you talked about already but that obviously has played a huge factor in like your growth already in such a short time in life i know you're gonna do phenomenal things because you when you put your mind to something you just don't stop uh and you've got uh such good intentions i'm so excited to see when dby launches um how it how it continues to grow we're going to go to questions here if you want to come up uh, hit that request button if you have a question for franco or if you just want to come up and i know a lot of people in here are um in the the collective so if you had something you wanted to to shout him out for you can also request to come up but uh one last question before we start to wrap up i want to um you to speak directly to younger like youth um or you know 
uh, or this would probably be helpful for parents too that are listening. Um, but just uh, if you could just uh, you know explain to uh, the young like. I guess who you'd look like at kids like 13 to 18 year olds that are like kind of curious about the space that are wanting that don't really understand what's going on, but they start hearing about it. What are some of the most important things to be able to be successful to grow in web three like you have? Oh my God. Um, That's, um, that's a hard, um, because I, I don't I want to say the the right thing you know <laughs> um, the entire the entire world of of kids are listening to your every yeah. word right now <laughs> exactly um, um, just like you know one of the hardest things for me uh, even right now even if I found something that I'm really interested into is that in the age that we live, in the era that we live, we have so many things that we that we can do. There's so many things interesting. There's so many things that you, you can learn. But there's not many places where you can really innovate. Um, because so many things have been done. Uh, I feel like this, this place is one of those that are, um, that you can still innovate a lot. And um, you you can bring older things and renew them, like a production house, you know, like a collective. You renew them, you make them with different ideology, with different vision, and different technology. And um, that's what I will say to someone young is just, if you have an idea, younger than me, if you have an idea, just just try it, and uh, maybe you're you're gonna have the, the next visionary idea. I, I didn't know my idea was visionary before Adam told me. You know, I didn't know it was something that 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 could really change that much things before I tried it. So um, yeah, I, I hope DBY is 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 gonna keep the the direction is it's having right now, and uh, we have the right team for it. So um, yeah, you. you it's it's doing amazing and i and i like it's only been a lot even not even a year now so uh yeah for young people just try it yeah don't give up and you're one thing that i think uh you embody very well is you just uh you're you have a lot of perseverance if someone you don't like taking no for an answer so that's something when you um, so many people in this world judge people based on their age, and you talked a little bit about that in your story. So you've got to be more persistent if you have an idea or you believe in something. Especially, it's even harder if you like Victor uh, or Fawoshis, who didn't have his parents' support. It becomes even more challenging. Uh, and so you just got to do everything you can and never stop and uh, realize that there is a network of people out there that w- that. Uh, are going to support you. It's just a matter of finding them and constantly working until you do that. Um, so well put. I think you uh, embody what it is to be a Carl, uh, but even more so just uh, someone in the space that's constantly wanting to learn and grow, which I think is what Web3 is all about. And I love, this is why I love the Crazy About Crypto show, because there's so many times I listen to um, just NFT spaces nowadays, even in the bull, but in the bear market too, where it's uh, it seems like 
we're not doing enough learning and listening from people. We just want uh, you. We just want to laugh or not. You know, we don't want our brain to get too activated. Um, and so it's just like a lot of surface level stuff. So I always appreciate kind of digging down deeper, and I appreciate you sharing your thoughts. Is there anything before we start to wrap up that you want to share about the DBY club or anything um, that you've got going on in the next month or two uh, before we start to, to wrap things up? You're on mute, but I'm assuming that means no. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think, I think I, we said it, you know, just, just keep going, even if it's hard. Um, uh, I sometimes even uh, like I say it, but sometimes it's <laughs> it's hard to to do it myself. But uh, yeah, I've been I've been working a lot on on uh, on this with with a lot of friends. So it's uh, yeah, just just have fun. <laughs> and, and it doesn't matter. I can guarantee there's people in this space. It doesn't matter if you're 13 or 18 or or 40 or 70. Like that that. Uh, lesson of not stopping is is so important, and um, a lot of older uh, in people that may think they're wiser uh, need to hear that because it's so important. Um, not giving up and being persistent is probably one of the most important things, uh, and wanting to grow and learn um, is so important. And so, I really applaud you for uh, being able to to be a leader and exemplify that in the space. I want to give a huge shout out of gratitude to Franco for coming on the show to chat about his journey in Web3. The Crazy About Crypto show does not accept paid advertisements or paid requests to come on the show. The quality of guests and educational content provided is essential. I want to shout out the Crazy Carl Collective. Crazy Carl is not my real name. I'm just one voice in the Crazy Carl Collective. We're an entity in the Web3 space working to build and grow together. All guests during season two of the show are Crazy Carls. If you're not in the collective, I encourage you to follow and watch us and then one day join us. Thank you so much for tuning in today and continue to learn about the innovation that Web3 unlocks for us all. As well, uh, as always, we will end with our outro. This has been another production of Guttercat Studios. All conversations with Crazy Carl are for educational purposes only. You should never take financial advice from a cat or anybody really, especially financial advisors. Take control of your own financial future and do your own research always. That's all for now. Until next time, we'll see you in the metaverse.